Welcome back to another episode of the Fun Size Podcast. One of the biggest problems I'm always hearing from the petite community is the lack of options that we have for activewear. It is so annoying, as we all know, when leggings bunch up at the bottom, like by our ankle, and then also like those waistbands that come all the way up to our boobs. It is just the most annoying thing in the entire universe. And that is all about to change thanks to petite pioneers who are providing solutions to our short girl struggles. So I am so excited to introduce you today to Stephanie Green, who is the genius creator and the queen behind a petite activewear brand called Short Apparel. So without any further ado, welcome to the show, Steph. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) The American accent, it just throws me off so much. It's like I'm watching a movie or like the OC or something. (laughs) so weird for me it's so funny because it's like so weird for us too right we're like we love it though Americans love accents like I don't know how you guys feel about American accents though like is it fun for you so fun I've always wanted to go to America because like the accent like you're literally in a movie set like non-stop oh that's so funny so it's it's just so weird (laughs) yeah it's literally same here have you ever been to America no, no, my husband just got. I've never been to Australia really? either. So, are you planning? Yeah, on- I was supposed to go. I was supposed to go. I think it was actually supposed to be 2021, oh. but obviously with COVID, yeah. everything got canceled. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll put it back on the bucket list. On the, it's on the list for sure. Good. Yes. Good. <laughs> yeah, and if you ever come out to America. Make sure you come to Las oh Vegas. Oh my gosh. Best place ever. Absolutely. So excited to get over there. Our little one has, is only two. So getting her on an airplane for however long that is, I'm not down for that just yet. Oh, for sure. <laughs> no, thanks. No. <laughs> yeah. Do it when she can remember exactly. some things at least. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, can you tell us a little bit more about you, the woman behind the brand? Like, tell us where, obviously, you're located in Australia, but yeah. how old you are, your height, of course, all the good stuff. So the main thing is I'm 154 centimeters, which I think is like five foot nothing, which I'm pretty sure you're the same. Is that right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're like, hang on, very, very short. Um, yes. I'm Stephanie. I live in in a little town um, called Romsey in Victoria. So we're maybe like 40 minutes out of Melbourne city itself. Um, I've just turned 30 and I am now Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know where, I seriously feel like I'm still 18. Like I don't know where this last, you know, like 12 years has gone. Um, But yeah, it's very exciting. But yeah, I'm loving just like health and fitness and learning what my body's like um, and what it adapts to after having a baby because it's so different to beforehand. Um, so just trying to, yeah, just learn who I am after, you know, but, well, during motherhood, I suppose, because it's so different to, to pre-bubs. Um, what else about me? I am just a stay-at-home mum, but I also have short apparel um, that I try and put as much time and effort into. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's a little brief, I suppose. <laughs> it works. Um, so you're five foot nothing, like I am. Um, were you always short? Like, was your how was your childhood like being 
Do you know what? I never noticed it. I think it was really never. No, Um, I think primary school. I was always one of the just the average height kids. Um, I think it really got to maybe like year eight or year nine, and everyone else just was shooting up, and I was just like, "Um, "What about me? (laughs) What, What about me?" But yeah, no one really like commented on it like you know I had the the average um stupid boys like comment you know silly stuff about me being short um but no one really made it a big deal um until I met my now husband who's like six foot two or something like that so that's when I really noticed you know how short I actually am um but I always got the comments from my parents um what is it uh little things oh, the best things come in small packages or something like yeah that. and I was like good things come in small packages yes that one <laughs> and I was just like but what do you mean aren't I the same height as everyone else because you know how you don't notice it until you're in like a reflection or a mirror and then you're like oh actually yeah no I am quite sure because like you look mm-hmm. at people's eyes not like their height I don't know if that makes sense but I never really really noticed it um physically But then when, you know, clothes didn't start fitting, the older I got and, you know, the bigger I got, that's where my issue of, oh, no, like I am actually really sure and things are not designed for me. Um, And I think that's where the struggle started to come from. That's when I noticed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what are some of those things that you noticed first, like with clothes not fitting right? Oh, firstly, it would have been jeans. Always the jeans. (laughs) Oh, it's so frustrating, isn't it? Because I've got bigger legs, I've got a bigger bum, a smaller waist. And you know how like when you fit jeans on, you you struggle getting them over your your thighs and then your bum, but then you've got the little flap at the back. Yes. (laughs) And it's just like the waist. Oh, my God. (laughs) So I gave up on wearing jeans because just nothing looked nice, nothing fit. The length was always too long. And yeah, the waist just never fit. So that's when I started wearing active wear. Like I wasn't even wearing active wear for the gym at that point. It was just something that fit. And you know, like when you roll active wear up, sometimes you can get away with it because it's not like super gaping. Mm -hmm. But then it was just getting to the point where it was just, this is actually frustrating and just uncomfortable. And then I think that's where I then came into my own active wear line. But yeah, it would have been jeans that started it all off years and years and years ago. Yeah. So I'd love to know more about how you started and got into creating your own line. Like, I mean, I feel like there's so many of us who are like, I wish, I wish, I wish that there was something else, but there's not very many who like actually go and explore that and try to make it. So where was your head at? Like, I know that you had just had your daughter. So yeah, I think it was hormones. Yeah, probably. (laughs) I think it was hormones, seriously. (laughs) So what, um, when it all started, I think I was maybe like two months postpartum and obviously put on weight. Um, and that was not something I'd never really experienced. I've, I've never been one to gain weight um, significantly, but I think with my daughter, I put on maybe like 20 kilos. And for a short person, like you feel that everywhere, everywhere, literally everywhere. So I, I wasn't uncomfortable or anything like that. You know, I I gave myself grace. I just had a baby. Um, But there was two online companies um, in Australia who were having uh, big active wear sales. 
So I was like, oh, beautiful, I'll just buy some more. Um, I'll just get them in the next size up and, you know, hopefully, hopefully they'll fit nicely. Anyway, because they're online, can't try them on. You're just kind of hoping that, you know, they're going to look good. Uh, so I ordered these, these two types of tights and, oh, my gosh, they were just, they were thin material. They showed all the lumps and bumps and cellulite, all the things that, you know, I was so insecure about. Trying to hide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I tried to step out of my comfort zone from just black. I was like, you know, I'll try this beautiful grey pair. Um, and I think the other pair were like a, like a blue, like the new blue that I've just bought out. And they just looked horrendous. Like the, because they were the next size up, obviously the length gets longer and longer the, the sizes you go up. Um, so it was just literally like 20 centimetres too long for my legs. Um, the waistband came literally like up to my boobs. Um, and this was only, I think I get maybe like an extra small. So this would have been a medium. So not even, you know, a ridiculous uh, gap in between sizes. And I put them on and just, in, I just cried. And I was just like, this is not, this isn't working. Like imagine all the other women who are a size medium, who are my height, and this is still what they deal with. You know, like just because you're a bigger size doesn't mean that you get taller. Right. I, you know, it'd be nice if it worked like that, but it doesn't. <laughs> um, so I think just one thing led to another. I started um, just looking for petite activewear in Australia um, just to see if I could get something. Um, I found, I think there was maybe like one, there was only one UK brand that had, that was specializing in petite activewear and you've actually spoken to her. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, that's, it's wild that there's not more of us who are offering, you know, different ranges. Um, So just a bit of investigation, nothing was around. And I was like, well, I think firstly it was I'm just going to get something made for me and see how that goes. Um, And then I was like, stuff that. Why am I just doing it for me? Let's do it for, you know, everyone um, who's under five foot four. It's not for you tall ladies. It's just for us short so that we know when we order something online, it's going to fit. It's going to fit. The waistbands are shorter. The length is shorter. Like the... um, even the hips, you know, our hips are different. Mm-hmm. Every every bit of our measurement is so different to taller ladies that you don't realise it until you actually wear something fitted for your body type. For sure. Yeah. So one thing just led to another and here we are. Like that. that's pretty much where it all started from. So I think it was hormones and just, yeah, just not fitting in your clothes like you're supposed to. Yeah. And I love that you were like, you know, if I'm having this problem, then other people must be having this problem. And like, we see it time and time again. And like, you're so right. It's the hip measurements are so different. And exactly like you said, like, just because you need a bigger size doesn't mean that you grew taller. Exactly, It just doesn't work that way. So I'm so glad that you are here and just being that person to be like, I'm making this a thing. Let's make this a thing. So like, what is your overall mission with this brand? Like, where do you see it going? So where I see it going is I would love to not just specialize in activewear. I'd love to have like a whole range of different things that we all struggle with. Um, I'd 
love to move into like the denim area because like we were just talking about jeans is impossible but they are also very hard to make as well so for now I'm just going to stick with the active wear nail that one first and then we'll you know as we get a bit bigger we'll um we'll experience with other things it's funny you say that because I feel like jeans are super hard yes but then I also feel like leggings are one of the harder petite things to make (laughs) Like I get that it's, it's a little bit easier because it's stretchy fabric. So you have a little bit more leeway, but at the same time, I'm like, oh my God, starting a legging company for petites, like, where do you start? Where, where do you start? Where do you start? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) When I started, it was, I was pretty much gathering. Okay. So on this particular pair of, um, branded leggings I like these certain pockets or I like how they do that waistband or I like how they do um this inseam so it was kind of just getting all this information from uh different pieces um literally drawing it I physically draw everything until I put it on the computer into a tech pack like I'm so old school like that I need to do you have like a clothing industry background? Like, do, did you no, have experience no. in doing that? No, you just kind of were just no. like, I'm just going to draw this thing. And yeah, just totally winged it, totally winged it. So there was a, um, a company, a small business in Australia that I got in contact with, um, just like a middleman from me to the to a manufacturer overseas. Uh, so firstly, I tried to manufacture in Australia and it was literally five times the price. Like I would have to sell leggings for near $500 to be able to produce in Australia. So because I um, produce just low quantities because I don't want overproduction. So side note for there. So, yeah, there was a, um, a small business that was a middleman between me and found manufacturers and sourcing the fabrics and stuff like that. So that's where we first, I first started. And then that manufacturer didn't speak English. Um, there was a lot of things getting lost in communication, translation. There was just ugh, something in my gut was just like, no, I can do better. And this, I don't want to hit the ground and it just fall apart because they, the manufacturer hasn't heard what I'm after. Um, they're talking totally different language to me. I'm totally new to this. So I need to be able to understand who I'm talking to overseas. Um, so I shut that down. Everything was ready to go into to manufacture. Like the, the tights were ready to go. The sports bar was ready to go. Um, and I just thought, no, nah, I'm not having a great vibe here. Like we're, we're not good. Um, so I cancelled that. It pushed me back quite a few months because then I had to try and find a new manufacturer myself. Um, which I'm so thankful I did because now I've got one who does speak English, who we did a video call, I think, the um, the first time that we met. So I saw the factory. I saw all their fabrics and, and stuff like that. So Oh, that's so nice. Oh, it was, I didn't know how much I was missing out on with the old manufacturer until I saw the new one. And, you know, that just opened up my whole, my whole world. So they have also made the transition to learning you know how to actually like even grading garments you know like taking up centimeters or lowering centimeters or you know that there's so much into it that obviously when you start anything you've got no idea about it like you have to learn along the way um I'm just excited that 
it's something that I'm passionate about because I couldn't imagine trying to learn something that you're not passionate about because it would be really hard. It'd be so difficult. Yeah. And I mean, I'm learning right now because I'm kind of going through it as well. Like the, the grading thing is like, yeah, oh, that makes so much sense. But like when you have, so like, let's say you start with like a small, um, a size small, like yep. when you increase that size, like you have to think about all of the measurements and like, it's just, it's such a different yeah. experience once you kind of have that knowledge and you're like, oh, wow. Like now I get it now. And now it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So that's been really cool. Yeah. Cause I think firstly, the um, manufacturer was like, okay, do you have the grading sheet? I was like a, a grading sheet. What? <laughs> <Plus>. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I was like, so you, you do you and then I'm sure there's so much that both of us have got you know a lot to learn about the clothing industry and it probably really upsets people who have been you know studying it for such a long time that you know there's people like us who are just jumping in but we're also solving a problem for you know people like us um so I'm not too upset about that but we just have to learn you know our, our own ways I suppose and it's it's so much fun like it's hard but it's so much fun Totally. Yeah. It's like all those like little failures that happen that just like Mm -hmm. lead you to the ultimate thing that's going to survive and be successful and all of that. And it's like, I'm sure that like going through that process of like fail, fail, fail is just so hard. But like, once you get to that successful bit, it's just like, this is what I've been working so hard for. And it's so rewarding, especially when, like you said, you're super passionate about it. So that's, Awesome. Um, okay. So like you winged it, you totally drew these, your own designs. Like, I know you said you had kind of like a mood board, I guess, of, um, being like, I like yeah. this, I like this, I like this. Um, Bits and so pieces, yeah. that's how you went about designing things. I'm assuming. Yeah. 100%. So just, I think it was more like, okay, I'm going to start with what I like, um, and see how that goes. And that, that first collection did so so well but I also put out so many surveys to my social media account Um, I put polls up constantly trying to get as much feedback from um, the ladies who are actually going to be wearing the clothes of what do you girls like because I'm not just making it for me I'm making it for you so do you like long sleeve tops do you like um, racer back tops do you like three quarter lengths do you like full length like I want to know what the ladies who follow me are uh, actually after. So a lot of my designs are based on that. Um, So I just ask a whole lot of questions, see what the majority is, and then start working off off all of that. So it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely a good relationship that I've got with my followers because they're literally helping me design it all. Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's great. Yeah. So what are the, some of the first items that you created based on like what that feedback was from your audience? Yeah. So it was, um, black tights. So obviously you you can't go wrong with black tights. Everybody loves them. Never. Everybody needs black tights. Exactly right. Yeah. So it was, yeah, the black tights, which were ankle biter length. Um, I think the, so what is ankle biter length? So ankle biter length is, uh, so when you've got full length, it sits pretty much on your ankle or just below. 
And then the ankle okay. bite length sits maybe like about a centimetre to two centimetres just above your ankle bone. And then you've got seven eighths, which will come up just underneath your uh, calf muscle. And then you've got the three quarters, which is just under your um, kneecap. Interesting. Okay, that all makes sense now. Yeah, there's quite a few. Yeah, there's quite a few. I would always order like seven eighths like from one of um, the kind of, it's kind of a custom made legging company that's over here, but um, it would always come up to like where that ankle biter length should be on me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so many, like, that's what I was doing too, buying seven eighths, but then like, you know, two months down the track, because the the hem is a bit looser because it's meant to fit further up your leg, it starts getting loose. Mm -hmm. And then that's what um, I was like, I'm trying to get out to so many women, like, yeah, hundred percent, you can buy normal seven, eight tights from anywhere, but you're just pretty much throwing money down the the sink because they're going to get loose and not fit you shortly because they're not designed to be down at your ankle which is you know the smallest part of your your leg they're designed mm-hmm. to be up further at your your calf muscle yes yeah, so the ankle wider length that's that's where it's meant to sit two centimeters above the ankle bone um pockets I cannot believe how many women wanted pockets um so I it's are amazing I never had them <laughs> in all my active wear really? never had pockets I just never never knew they like I knew they existed but I never felt like a, a need for them until I made a pair and I was like holy moly like I've been missing out <laughs> just chucking my phone in my keys in where have these been all my life exactly god um so yeah, the pockets have been an absolute game changer. I've asked a few times, like on my social media, do you want tights without pockets? And so many people are just like, leave them. Don't, it's not broken. Do not fix it. Leave it because we we need them. Um, and then the, the waistband. So obviously we have the issue with um, it coming up way too far like up up your waist so I've lowered that down to just above your belly button which is like it's just a comfortable like a comfortable fit it doesn't roll it doesn't um it doesn't cut in I I feel like the the higher up it goes the more you cannot breathe like it just it it's too much um but yeah I I don't think anyone really wears under the belly button anymore well not us millennials anyway (laughs) (laughs) Um, definitely not definitely not um and then the beautiful v-shape at the back like the the seams I do love that and appreciate that yeah it just gives that that little bit of you know um feminine kind of yes yeah Yeah. but without I'm not one who loves the scrunch bums I I think me personally I'm I'm over that phase of the male gaze for wearing active wear like Mm -hmm. I'm not at the gym for anyone else but me um and I always Mm -hmm. think um you know if I'm if I'm wearing a pair of tights in front of you know Luke's grandparents or I'm at the supermarket and I feel uncomfortable because these tights are just so far up my bum or I'm you know so exposed for everyone to see you know my lumps and bumps and stuff I'm not going to make them because I want women to feel like you can go anywhere and feel so comfortable, supported and just lifted that you can wear these tights anywhere and you're going to be okay. So it, mm-hmm. that I don't know if you've noticed, but that's where the mesh or the, the inner lining of the tights that um, you've got, 
where they just give that extra bit of um, support and comfort at the back. So you're, you are covered, um, but you've still got, you know, your assets on show without them being really on show, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, and then you've also got what we're both wearing right now is these beautiful yeah. um, jumpers, you call them. We call them like sweatshirts yeah. over here. I know. It's so weird when I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. What was your idea with this piece? So I love just like an oversized jumper that's like comfy that you can wear every day that's not like stuck on you. But any oversized jumper Mm -hmm. that I got would swim on me and just look like a huge potato sack. And I was just like, I stopped wearing them because, you know, like you want to like bunch them up, but then there's there's so much bunch up that you just look like you're... There's so much fabric. (laughs) Exactly. It's it's not a vibe. Um, So then I... I wanted something that was like yeah, that oversized look but still fit nicely. So that's where we've added the um, the draw cord at the bottom. So you can have it, you know, down at uh, your waist or you can have it fully cropped at your, um, your bust there. You can have it versatile. And that's what I'm trying to make all our pieces is like adjustable to you. Yes. So all of our bras, they've got the three bra clasp so you can make it what you want or the adjustable strap so you can make it what you want um, instead of just one size fits all because we know one size does not fit all mm-hmm. it it doesn't work like that so yeah I the the color like the the beige color with the blue and the black tights that we've got they it just looks beautiful like it's just that the three piece like with the sports bra as well it's a three piece that you can just chuck on and not think about you know, it, it all matches. It's all comfy. It all matches. Yeah. Like, and yeah, it's just, it's just a beautiful jumper. And I went with the Melbourne because I was like, if anyone overseas does, does purchase, well, you know, Melbourne represent here. So it's nice and fun. Yeah. That's a cute touch. I love this. Cause I think like the sleeves fit really nice. Like, I don't feel like it's like all the way down here and then it's bunched up way too much at the, um, yes. at the wrist. Um, but yeah, overall, it's super comfy and cozy. And like you said, like it all matches, which is really exciting. But taking it one step back to the sports bra, because that is my favorite piece. Like, I love this. Yeah. I love the leggings. But I think this sports bra is my favorite piece because oh, of that adjustable really? yeah. factor, especially yeah. in the back. Right. Because like I always feel like I'll put on a sports bra that's like a razor back sports bra and then I'll throw on a tank top but then it's not the razorback and then I have that thing in the center of my back and I'm like this just doesn't look right or like vice versa so then I have to change the sports bra it's just like this whole ordeal but with your sports bra I'm like this is fantastic because I can wear it both ways and I don't have to take it off. <laughs> like I can literally reach it. <laughs> and you can wear it any way you want. Yeah. So that's been, yep. that's been like a really nice thing to have. Yes, exactly. And you know, like when you've just done like a, or you'd probably get it all the time. Even if you go for a walk, you're probably sweating because it's so hot over there mm-hmm. and trying to take a sports bra off like that. You're sticky. Yeah. You're getting stuck. You're just like, just get off. I don't me. own any of those anymore. <laughs> I bet I bet so that's where that I used to (laughs) and then I mean I lived in Florida too where it's also hot but like yeah after living there I was like never again like all of my sports have the clasp in the back but yeah and they're just so they're so much easier to work like it's just you're literally putting on a bra 
it's it's so much easier than yeah like trying to and it looks better too because they're held exactly in the right way so nice and supported very supportive so yeah so those are all of your items now right I I think you also have shorts and a shirt too right yeah yep so we've got um a beautiful which should look really really nice on you actually the black um it's have you heard of modal the fabric modal no so it's like a a really soft breathable um it's kind of like a polyester but a lot like it's thinner uh, so it's just super breathable. But we've got this beautiful black top that um, is like a split hem. So it just kind of curves you in where it's where you want to be curved in. But it's got that lower back. Um, so it covers a bit more of your bum, but then shorter at the front. So it's um, super cute to wear to the gym, but even just like on your daily activities. Like I wear active wear for my it's like my uniform Mm -hmm. I wear it every single day just to get stuff done it's not necessarily to go for a walk or to go to the gym or anything like that it's just so I'm comfortable all day long Mm -hmm. yeah so it's one of those tops that you can just chuck on and you're comfortable but it looks um feminine and like fitted so it's really really nice and then yeah the pair of shorts so they're based off the staple tights which is the black ones um I didn't bother bringing out shorts with this second collection because it was our winter. Um, I didn't, again, I didn't want to overproduce for them just to sit there um, because let's be real, no no one's really wearing shorts in Melbourne, I suppose. In Queensland, you know, the top top part of Australia, they probably are. Mm-hmm. Um, but, again, I'm still focused just to, to Melbourne, really. Yeah, so... But coming into spring and summer, there will be another new collection coming out before the end of the year, which I'm super excited about. And that's got everything. It's got a few tops, um, shorts, tights. It's going to be a a bit bigger than the last two. That's exciting. Can you like share with us any like secrets, like colors maybe? The the color, oh my gosh, so this one is like it's just you're the only one that knows about this but it's like a beautiful sage green like a beautiful pastel sage green it is and so out of my comfort zone I would never different too like no I don't think a lot of brands would have something that yeah oh my gosh and it is just gorgeous like so soft um I'm still I'm in between two fabrics at the moment because again I don't want it to it because it is a pastel color you have to get the fabric for it because again, mm-hmm. you can see everything. Um, so I'm in between, I think, two or three fabrics at the moment, like wearing them, you know, um, each day to try and figure out what feels best and what looks best and stuff like that. So just that trial and error kind of phase at the moment, which is difficult because that pushes the timeline out. But I appreciate that I'm still a small business. So I don't need to have certain timelines. So I'm not just going to put something out there that isn't 100% going to work for everyone, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that's interesting that you have like a couple different fabrics and different pairs that you're you're wearing yeah. constantly. Are those like custom made for you? Yeah, yeah. So they're the yeah. sample. So that must be hard doing that too because you have to 
Yeah. Yeah. So there's been a few. Um, so once I nail this fabric, then I'll get a extra large sample made in that particular fabric of exactly the tights that I'm going to go for. Um, and then one of my girlfriends who is an extra large, I'll pass them on to her. Please just wear them, you know, for, for two weeks. Let me know how they go. Um, and do I need to change anything? So it's not just based on initially it's based on me just so I can test like the comfort the comfort of it and like the actual functionality of it um, but then I'll always get it done in the bigger size as well um, because we I suppose at different sizes we all like different clothing and you know everything fits us differently so I want to make sure that I'm, mm -hmm. I'm covering comfort for everyone not just you know me who's an extra small yeah that's super smart and such a good idea to do I would never have thought to like get samples wear them yeah. around for a couple of weeks give them to other people wear them yeah. around a couple of weeks like never would have thought of doing yeah. that that's brilliant I mean especially if you have the time to do it exactly and like I when when I went into this and my husband reminds me of it all the time like there's no one else who's down my my throat of this business. Like, it's just me. So if I want to take two months off, I can. If I want to put all my time into this, I can. Like, it's still up to me. Um, so because I want to make sure all the products are perfect that are going out there, I can take my time doing it instead of these, you know, mass production companies who are just like throwing clothes at you constantly. I want these pieces to last everybody. So I need to make sure they're perfect. So you're not having to buy, you know, tights every month because they're falling apart. Um, so yeah, mm -hmm. got to get it right the first time, if that makes sense, before they go out. Yeah, for sure. That way you have that trust factor too. So that like people do exactly. want to buy like the different options that you have available. Yes, 100%. Yeah. So what has been like one of the biggest struggles that you've overcome as being a small business owner? There's a few. Um, one, it would be the obvious of the mum and business struggle, like trying to juggle that. Um, no matter what way you look, there's guilt. If I'm spending too much time on the business, I feel mum guilt. If I'm spending too much time with Isla, then there's the work guilt. Um, so the juggle it is hard. I've um, had to put her in daycare twice a week so that those two days I can just focus solely on work and the days that I am uh, she's at home with me, I can just be mum. So that has really, really helped. I've, I'm finding that balance now and I'm happier doing that. Setting those boundaries. <laughs> exactly, yeah, because, like, it was all just getting entwined with each other and I was so stressed out and I was like, I'm not enjoying any of this and I'm going to look back at this time in, you know, 10 years and think, what was I doing? You know, this, this isn't what it was all meant to be about. Um, the other struggle would be, one would be social media. Um, I have never been huge on social media before I started my business. I was, I'm, like, just very private. Like, I just, I don't know, the comparison, I think. Like, I'd always jump on social media and just compare straight away and then jump off and just feel like shit. And it just wasn't, it wasn't a positive experience for me. So I never used it. But obviously with a small business, social media is your make or break. Like if you aren't on social media, well, you really don't have a business. So you have to nail that. So trying to 
trying to show up and be there and be authentic and show bits of your life that I've never shown before, that is a massive struggle. Um, but we all know people buy from people. You know, you're not, you're not buying, well, for me, I'm not buying or you're not buying from a huge company because I'm a small business. So you're personally buying from me. So we need to have like a good connection. You need to feel like you know me and you trust me and stuff like that. So showing up on social media is, it's been up and down for me. So I'm, sometimes I feel really good about it. And then some other days I'm just like, what am I doing? Like, this isn't, it doesn't feel like it's me. You know, like I, I watch some of my stories back and I'm just like, oh my God, like that's me doing that. And, <laughs> you know, I'm having people message me about, you know, oh, I agree with that or I um, I get that too. And, you know, there's the conversation start and stuff like that. So I love that part of it. Um, but it's constantly changing. So I don't know if you've noticed, but, you know, a year ago you could post something and you'd get so much engagement from it. And you post the same thing now and there's just crickets. And it's like, why am I putting so much time and effort into this for it to go nowhere? Like it, the, the frustrating part of that. Yeah. What you're saying is super relatable. Like I go through the same stuff where I'm like, what am I doing? Like this is, I'm spending way too much time on this and it's getting me nowhere kind of thing. Like you feel that. Oh, it just, yeah. It's, it's so frustrating. But I feel like your social media is really good. Like you, you do such a good job of being authentic and then just also like that um inclusivity kind of thing where like you have models of all shapes and sizes yeah petites of all shapes and sizes and I love that because it, it makes it so much They're more like, like relatable and so much more like oh okay like yeah they look great in those you know like I want to look great in those like and it it makes it such a different experience than like looking at something that's just you know, rail yeah. thin, super petite, like doesn't have thighs, doesn't have a booty kind of thing. And you're just like, oh, I don't know if those are going to work for me. <laughs> and then you get them because you're like, that model's sold it. And yeah. then they look horrendous on you. And then you feel even worse about yourself. Exactly. So it's just like, yeah, all, all the models, they're all just um, my girlfriends or girls that I've put out a call for. Like if you're a size medium and you're under 150, 60 centimeters mm -hmm. and you want to model for me reach out so it's, it's real women yeah like I love if that. you have a body type like this girl this girl or this girl chances are this is what it's going to look like mm -hmm. so uh, you know especially buying online like you want to know what you're getting before you get it exactly so it needs to be yeah you just want to be transparent I suppose for sure yeah for sure um, so with that, is there any kind of like inspiring message that you want to leave the audience with today, whether they are a petite looking for leggings or maybe they want to start their own petite brand? Like, what do you have for us today? Oh, it, there's, there's so much. I think just from like a, just from a, a woman's point of view, don't get stuck in that comparing of anyone else because gosh I think I've watched so many videos now of the real footage versus the curated footage and they're nothing they're nothing the same like it's your highlight reel on social media is not your real life and I think we get so stuck in oh my gosh like this girl looks so perfect her skin's so perfect um her body's so 
but it's not it's not like and that's where I really try just to be super real on like the website and my Instagram like this is who I am this is what you get and let's normalize being normal um coming from a business point um I think I've stopped putting so much pressure on myself and just really gone back to my core belief of everything happens for a reason. So if if things aren't coming together, okay, well, I don't think that's, I'm not meant to go down that path. So like say um, I, I really wanted to go down the sustainable path um, of the clothing and stuff like that. But at this point, I just can't afford it. Like it's very expensive to go sustainable and sustainable packaging. And, you know, I'm hoping to move into that path. Um, It's just not going to be yet. Um, But I have to accept that and everything happens for a reason. And right now I just have to keep going the way I'm going to get to that point. So don't get so caught up in the things that aren't working. And, you know, you can only like, oh, I forget the saying, but, like, you can only keep going on something that's not working for a short amount of time and then just move over to something else, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean, though, about, like, kind of stopping when things are getting too, um, they're just, like, not working for you. Like, there's only so much you can um, try. Like, obviously, whatever you do is going to be a challenge. Right. Um, but there's Mm. only so much you can do to try to overcome that challenge before you're like, wait, I don't need this negativity in my life. I'm going to go over here. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be, don't be afraid to change lanes if something's not working. Yes. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So where can our listeners learn more about, uh, short apparel and where can they buy your stuff? all that good stuff. So um, social media, I'm on mainly Instagram. I've started a TikTok, but wow, that's just a whole different kettle of fish. Um, it really is. So it's, <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's, it's full on. So Instagram is just short apparel. Um, and I think there's true underscores. Um, and then Facebook is just facebook.com slash short apparel. TikTok is the same, just short apparel. Um, and then our website, uh, but you can even just do like a Google search of, of short apparel active and, and we'll pop up there. Um, Instagram, I am probably like the most proactive on, and that's where I jump on and just share like, you know, I love to make Isla and I like really, really healthy foods and like show balanced recipes and stuff like that. So um, I show a lot of like behind the scenes content on there. Um, And then Facebook, do you even go on Facebook anymore? Hardly, no. Yeah, no, me either. So everything from Instagram gets, you know, shot over to Facebook, but I'm not actively um, on there really no I think that's like more our older generation and then our younger generation's TikTok and we're just stuck in the middle oh, we're stuck in the middle yeah <laughs> not mad about it though and then do you want to share the discount code with our listeners today? yes absolutely <laughs> yes so um if you jump on our website uh at checkout use the code fun sized 15 and you'll get 15 percent off uh yeah so free shipping if you're in australia um but there will be a fee for um us and and broader 
Well, cool. I will put those links in the show notes. And then just for fun to wrap it all up, Beautiful. if you could eliminate any short girl problem, what would it be? Oh my gosh. I was thinking about this last night and I was like, what is it? Cause like you, us being short, we adapt. Like we, we are really good at adapting to our surrounds, but because my husband is six two, I would love to just be able to cuddle him whilst I'm standing and like kiss his face instead of like kissing right. his belly button, if that makes sense. Like just, and <laughs> I'm not like straining your neck because yes. you're like this and like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So I like, I have this step stool so I can reach all the cupboards or like my car seat, like you press a button and it goes back to normal. So I'm just like everything around me I've, I've adapted to. The only thing is mm-hmm. I can't just kiss my man like, like normal. You know, I see these other couples who are like standing face to face. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you need like so shoes to like you press a button and you just automatically like scoot up to get yes. his <laughs> That's what we need. That's what we there need. There we go. There's another invention. Oh my gosh. I don't even know how that would work. <laughs> it's like platform shoes or something. I don't know. But then you have to wear them all the time. To a, to a whole new degree. Yeah. 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 God, they'd be heavy. So heavy. Very (laughs) well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And I I really appreciate you sharing all of your um just insight on your brand and just being here today. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun and just like talking to an American. Oh my gosh, it just like sets my soul on fire. (laughs) Likewise. It's so nice. It's so nice. And I'm gonna feel like I sound I'm probably going to sound so like bogan. I don't even know if you know what that word means, but. (laughs) What is that word? Oh, just like super Australian. Like, I don't know how else to explain it, but like super, super Aussie against like an American accent. Because you guys sound like, you know, very proper, I suppose. Really? Not like English proper. (laughs) Yeah, just like, I don't know, just, just fancy. And like Australian accents just like so. I don't know, like bland. Oh my god, like, we we think the same about you guys. We're like, oh, yeah. that Australian <laughs> accent, so like proper. It's so good. That's um, so funny. We'll have to do. We'll have to do like one of those videos where it's like Australian versus American, yeah. and just like all of our differences. <laughs> It'd be so interesting. <laughs> yeah, that like weird real thing where you do the like the hand swipe and you just go back and forth. Yeah, we could totally nail that. I think we could do yes, that. <laughs> it'd be so much fun. <laughs> but yes, thank you so much for having me. It's been it's been great. All right, it has been a absolute pleasure, and of course. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you because without you guys, we would not be here. And I just want to remind you guys really quick that when you purchase items from small, innovative businesses like Short Apparel, you're supporting the movement to have more options for petite clothing in the future. The more success and the more support these young brands get early on, the bigger they can grow and create various types of products and options and the more they're going to inspire other creatives to build their own petite brands which means more options like we don't have enough options we need more and it's literally a domino effect that happens when we do this and yes 
some items might be at a slightly higher price point than the average brands, but be aware that so much goes into the customization process of these petite pieces. And as Stephanie was saying, like as a small business owner, she can only create so many things at a time, which means that with each and every launch, she's enhancing the fit and enhancing the products, but she can only do that with the feedback that she gets from her customers. And the same goes for any other blossoming petite brand that you've heard so far on this podcast. Like choosing regular brands just because their items might be a few dollars cheaper will not help any of us in the long run, nor the short run. I mean, obviously those pieces are just not going to fit you right. So shop petite brands. I cannot stress this enough. Support the petite revolution. Your dollars can make a difference here. It's truly amazing. And I mean, honestly, once you get those leggings or whatever it is that fits, you're just like, holy shit, where has this been all my life? So it's, it's so worth it. It's worth every penny. Do it shop short apparel, shop all the other brands, go back, listen to the other episodes, whatever, just support the petite movement. And on that same note, your ratings and your view help me so much. So if you enjoyed this podcast, this episode, my other episodes, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Let me know what you like. Let me know why you keep coming back for more. All the good stuff, of course. When you leave a review, you are being entered to win the drawing for a fun-sized crop top. And we are getting new crop tops in very, very soon. So if you want to be one of the first to win the new ones, please make sure you leave a rating and review in the next few days because I will be announcing the next winner on the next episode. Are you tired of me saying next yet? I am. Okay. (laughs) Thank you guys again. I will catch you in the next episode. 